welcome on in to another episode of the Two Beer Buzz podcast, where we're all just chasing that two beer buzz, and we're glad that you're along to chase it with us. Uh, starting us off, going around the Zoom call here tonight, my name is Grimes, and uh, let's see, I live in Grand Rapids, got a wife and a dog, and I've got a I've got a gum question for you guys. I know you probably didn't see that coming, but I've got a gum question. A dumb question? No, no, gum. I, I often ask dumb questions as well, but tonight uh, I have a chewing gum question. So... I coach high school baseball, and my assistant coach and I were driving to practice one day, and I broke out a pack of Big League Chew, which, uh, are you guys both aware of Big League Chew, of what that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually not familiar. I, that's why I asked the question, because I, I, I knew Deppy was, but I wasn't sure. So, Big League Chew, I'm showing him on the screen here, comes in packs like this, you tear it open, and it comes, it's like shredded. So, it kind of... So the, it's like for kids to or anyone to chew during baseball games instead of chewing tobacco. It's supposed to like mimic chewing tobacco, but it's bubble gum. And it's, do you like, do you stuff it in your bottom lip? You can. Too, or do you I mean, chew? if you okay. want, it's it doesn't really do much for you. Oh. You have to chew it. But can I ask one more clarifying question before we get in? What is chewing tobacco, and how is it different than like dip? Oh, I have no I idea. Think it's the same thing. Is it the same thing? I think I don't know. Because I don't like chew, I, like I I don't dip. But if I did, I wouldn't. I don't think you chew it, right? You just like set it in your lip. Well, I know. I don't know if both of them have. Listen, I, you're not, for me. You're asking the wrong wrong guy, guys. But like <laughs> I do know part of part of one of them or both of them. I don't know. If someone can help us out with this. But part of it is they have really tiny shards of glass in there that like cut into your gums and lips and, and let the tobacco open or up the veins or whatever yep. get into the bloodstream. But I don't know if that's in both of them, and I don't know honestly if there is a difference between dip and chew. So someone could write in. And okay. Let us know anyways, sorry, sorry for jumping in. No, but... it's all right. This is this is what we do. So anyway, so we're we're driving there, and I I open up my pack, and I take a I take a wad, you know, my big lead chew, uh, like a big like a man, and he goes, bro, like, you still chew that stuff? And I go, yeah, it's gum. And he goes, yeah, but it's like little kid gum. Here's my question. Debbie, as a big league chew, chewer and Ahmed as an intro to it, is this like a, a gum that like has a an age range? Like, should this be? I should... pers- so I d- absolutely don't think it has an age range. Thank I you. think it has an activity range. I think it's a t- okay. activity range. I mean, that's a baseball gum. You don't break out big league chew unless you're probably on the diamond. So if I wasn't I driving probably to baseball had... practice at that time, it would have been out of bounds. No, I, I mean, you're headed to the game, so you're fine. No, 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 it's but, I'm saying, but I'm saying if I was driving to something else, like if I was driving to the movie theater to go to a movie after COVID's done, is the big league chew not okay then? I mean, I wouldn't say it's not okay. It's like a personal preference, <laughs> but it's a little odd, I would say, maybe. Ed, what do you think? Fair. It looks from the color of it being pink. Is it bubblegum flavored? Well, they have a few, but this one is, yes, out of here original, which is... Bubblegum, like just standard. All I right. think all I think all bubblegum is kids play. I don't think adults Ooh. should chew bubblegum. Whoa. Any bubblegum? Spoken, spoken like a man no. who's never had Big Lee chew, am I right? This stuff we didn't have gold. it in Sri Lanka, I'm sorry. <laughs> it also it, it also sounds like it's only for like Americans because we didn't have any Big Lee chew in Sri Lanka. Well, that's what, why I, and that's why you moved here is the land of Big Lee chew. <laughs> so what about double bubble, Ed? Have you ever chewed double bubble? No, is that just it's, what it's a, is it extra bubblegum flavor? It comes in cubes. It's garb well, it's like a weird it almost looks like a revolver 
uh, thing, you know, when you, you unwrap them, it kind of looks like, I don't know, with the chamber, like the six-shooter or whatever. It's garbage gum. I think double gum. I think the only whoa, acceptable... Whoa, whoa. The only acceptable gum for a grown man to chew is like a, a minty sugar-free gum with no oh, exceptions. Mm-mm. All right. Disagree so much. Yeah, I'm sorry. I disagree with that too. Uh, so first, of double all, bubble. Let's, first of all, let's wrap up the double bubble. Garbage gum. That flavor is lost in like eight seconds and it takes you longer to soften up that gum to be able to chew it because it starts out as a rock than it does to lose its flavor. You spend two minutes softening it up and 30 seconds losing its flavor. All right, so the defense to Double Bubble is an obvious one, right? It's not a taste-flavored gum. It's a chew-flavored gum. You chew Double Bubble to blow the bubbles and to chew it. That's what it's for, not to taste I don't think adults should bubbles. blow bubbles either. Oh, what? You don't blow bubbles Come on. Gum? You're no, no. fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Ed stopped drinking, he's just against fun. No bubbles, no bubble gum. <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh, hold on. Let's go back to Ed's take on... Um, adults only choose yeah. sugarless. So mint, mint flavors gum. only and yeah. sugar free. Those are your standards. Yeah. Any time, if it's not sugar free, it's going to make your breath smell. And the purpose of chewing gum, in my opinion, is to freshen the breath. I think there's some fun there. I say, I think you could freshen your breath with something fruity. I love. I, I got some Trident Orange in the truck right now. Love some orange flavored gum. It's sugar free though. Yeah, but yeah. but it's not mint, so it you wouldn't meet your qualifications. No. No, no, no. Sugar free. Okay, fine. If you if you must have a flavor, it should be sugar free. Otherwise, it's gonna make the sugar is gonna make your breath smell. I didn't know that. Is that uh, a, is that a well known fact? I honestly didn't know. Yeah, that. Uh, it's one hundred percent a well known fact. We can it's Google completely it. Wait, hold on, hold on. It's a complete lie. It's one hundred percent a fact or one hundred percent a well known fact. Like who who knows both? This? <laughs> people don't know that. They say sugar free so that people aren't scared of completely screwing up their teeth. With the gum, right? Because like double bubble and big like chew always, yeah, it gets your teeth with sugar, which is yeah, it's basically like drinking juicing. soda. You're chewing soda. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> regular soda. I, so what I always chew, and I've got, I keep a pack next to my desk every day. It is ice breakers, ice cubes. I love, so I, I love that. Cubes. I love that strain of gum, the ice cubes. Yep. Love and, it. And maybe you'll dis, mm. maybe you'll disagree on flavor, but I'm a grape guy. Mm-hmm. I really like their grape flavor. I, I Josh, do you? I'm I'm not a grape flavored person in general, so that one's out for me personally. I love the food, but I do not like the flavoring. But I do love that ice cube gum. I think they have a, like an orange one and like a black cherry one. I'm all in on those. So, um, another question for Ed: Does it have to be like sticks of gum, or is cubed gum okay in your mind? It's fine. It is fine. All right, we found yep. the one thing he's flexible on. And you accept all flavors of gum, of spearmint, of mint gum, spearmint, peppermint, all um, mint is mint. all mint is fair game, and and I guess all sugar free is fair game. But what's not fair, like juicy fruit, is not fair game. Juicy fruit. Oh, I see. Makes I love juicy smell. fruit. Like I don't have it very often, but every now and then, a little juicy fruit, I'm all for it. Yeah, not very often. What about Tic Tacs? Do you use Tic Tacs, Ed? Sugar. You, if you get sugar free Tic Tacs. No, no, I'm asking about you specifically. What was that? I'm asking about you specifically. Do you use? Yeah, I'll I'll take a breath, man. Sure. Yeah. Would you get like an orange flavored Tic Tac or only white mint? I would only get a white mint sugar free Tic Tac. Actually, I don't. Yeah, they do make sugar. They're the best. It might be the best candy. That's a controversial opinion, but honestly, that it's in the running. Like top five, maybe. It might be the best hard candy. I would rather have orange Tic Tacs than Skittles. 
Ah. Uh. I'm not against like sugar in the mouth. Like I'm like Skittles are fine, but the intention with the Skittle is to eat something delicious, not to freshen my breath. Can't the same intention be there for gum or uh, Tic Tacs? It, it can if it's sugar free. That's all. Wait, what? And, why can't we have and sugar? If you're a child. Why yeah, why can't you have sugar full <laughs> gum just for because you want something sugary and delicious in your mouth? There you go. As long as you're aware that it's not do like it's not. Why do I have to be aware of it? Smell. I'm just aware of how good it tastes. I don't care what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, all right and, and, you walk, and you walk into a gas station, craving gum. What do you What are you getting? Um, I am getting Trident Spearmint Sugar Free Gum. Right. I don't know. I don't really crave gum too much. Okay, I'm a big gum guy. I like having having some gum going a lot of the time. So yeah, same. I I also uh, one of my favorites is. I don't know why this feels like like the original to me. Maybe because I started, it was like the first gum I ever liked. It was like just straight up Winter Fresh, the blue box. I, I'm a big fan of those. It's kind of in the it's in the Wrigley's family, I think, with the uh, juicy fruit and all that. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I'll allow. Honestly, I don't. I, I'm inclusive when you it comes to gum. I don't discriminate. All flavors, all shapes, anything. But you would give a little bit of a weird look to a guy if you're if you're walking around downtown your home home city of Detroit right now, and you see a guy just walking around pulls out a pack of Big League Chew, stuff stuffs a wad in there and keeps on walking. No, like he and he's in dress clothes. No indication he's about to go to the ball diamond at all. You're gonna give him a little side I, eye. I mean, yeah, I'd be like, whoa! I I would have thought that guy was thirty, but I guess he's fourteen. That's what I would. Wow. Say. Anyway, Josh. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'll, I'll be how, careful how did the, where and who I chew my bigly chew around from now on. How did the how did it end with the kid? Were you able to convince him that it's not child's gum? Kind of, because I basically said, "Oh, does that mean you don't want any?" And he goes, "No, I'll take some." And I feel like that's I mean that's a win right there. I mean, what can you got say him. at that point? Yeah, he got him. Got him. Because <laughs> yeah. it's freaking delicious. Like you can't resist it that long. So, anyways, all right. Well, that's me. Who's up next? Ed, go ahead. Yeah, I'll go. Um, big news. First time in, I think, one year, I made it through nine holes of golf without yips or shanks. I think they're Ooh. gone. I think Ooh. the game is back to at least where it was. Boy, that does not bode well for Deppy and his partner Grant in a few months for the, uh, the KJ golf outing. If Ed's game's back, call it over right now. That's honestly the last time... That's what it started it when I uh, hurt my rib two years ago at KJ. That's right. The and one then... we didn't win, displaced rib year. Let's just all be clear. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Something happened with me mentally playing that round of golf where I just started hitting shots that I'd never hit in a bad way. And I did not mentally or physically recover from that until yesterday afternoon. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to jinx you too bad because I like to, to see you playing well. That, that's nice. That being said, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's um, it, it's really so. Ten episodes ago, I think I shared um, I perform well under pressure. I like to say I've got ice in my veins. I shared that with you guys, uh, Ed. I think you might be the opposite. Unfortunately, when it, it comes to true. KJ, Ooh. the yips, the shanks just might come right back out. Wait, you know what's weird though, Ed? I'll you know I'd like to respond. Uh, First year for it. It's weird that Deppy says that, and yet he's a big fat O for three in the KJ golf outings, and we're two and one, and our loss was not to. Well, we did lose to them yeah. this year, that year, but again, where, where was the year. ice? Where was the ice in the veins then, Deppy? Yeah, 
Did you run out of ice? Did you did you melt it? I Josh had some. Josh was playing really well. I won't uh, take anything away from my opponent. He played a, a great year, but I don't know it, if I've ever will, seen Ed perform exceptionally well, even though they've won. I don't Maybe think Josh I don't think, I don't think even guy. I've seen Ed perform exceptionally well for a while. Um, mostly because we don't play together that often. First KJ, I was hitting my shots solid. Like yeah. I didn't miss hit shots. But I think for, uh, even I, I missed for greens, you, but I, that was like a B plus. Like yeah, it was agree. good, but it wasn't it wasn't. We haven't seen peak Ed yet, and that should scare everyone except me. Um, well, it doesn't scare me because I think as soon as there's people around, like myself or Grant or Sisson or even Clayton, you know, high profile wow. uh, golf players, <laughs> profile. he'll just crumble under the pressure. <laughs> yes, yeah, like Clayton, like the highest profile of golfer. Shout out Clayton. We can't wait for you to play this year. Um, anyway, I, not- I mean, I think the pressure shows up and Ed disappears. Similar to Jordan Spieth. Oh. We'll see. Out hey, there. you keep comparing me to Jordan Spieth all day long. I'm never going to get upset about that comparison. We're going to bring Jordan up later. Right? We got a little Masters recap, but I also have a Jordan Spieth-related question coming up. But before we do that, good to have you back. All right, Debbie. Solid strikes, Ed. I got one more question for Ed before we get to yeah. me. Um, did you play 9 or 18? Played 9. And what was your score? 44. Oh, okay. Very good. That's so, a- I mean, it was it was really windy. It wasn't great golf, but it just for the, it felt really good for the first time in a long time where I could set up to a ball and have confidence that I at least know contact was going to be there and it was going to be solid. So I didn't – I honestly wasn't even paying too much attention to where I was hitting the ball. Like for, for my drives, I would aim down the fairway and just try to make good contact. Worked out okay. And then for aiming for the green, I just looked in the direction of the green. I wasn't like looking at a spot on the green, looking right. left, right. I just looked at the green. And then if it got within a 20-yard chip, I was happy. Um, and then the biggest change for me was just keeping my left arm straight, which is something I haven't focused on maybe like three, four years. And I really kind of got away from that and used to bend my left arm a good bit. And so kind of that straight left arm allowed me to just sort of turn and turn and made it like a really consistent, repeatable swing. So hopefully whatever I figured out that's working well now can continue. Yeah, but you got yes, nine hope- holes in a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, yeah, I got nine holes in like two weeks ago, and then I also played uh, on Monday of this week. Oh, I, did 40... not, I, did, I did not see Monday score on the Grint, so I, I was. Not I think aware. it was a f- forty-seven on Monday. It was a, a terrible opener. Opened like quad, triple, double, or something like that. Mm. So you hate to but see I had a forty-seven. It's good. You hate to see it. Good recovery. I need though. some pressure on me, that, and I'll play better. See, but the great ones oh. put get the pressure on themselves. So now your next step is to be able to self pressure. I think that's the score. I I, I had a forty two uh, last week. Um, now Very I good. won't say exactly Very what nice. par for the nine was. It may have been thirty four, but you know that's not important. Um, so that did help me out a little bit. There was only <laughs> there were three par threes and one par five. So yeah, thirty four. So still eight over. So same par as like a forty four would be on a thirty six. So I feel like Ed and I are on on good tracks. So, but the uh, the new the new spider is uh, starting to work pretty well. I'm starting to starting to get the feel for it. So, Grimes the the, the era of Grimes three putts is uh, it's coming to a close. I feel. Yeah, there's no way your golf game can disappear <laughs> between now and July. No, nope. there's not a chance. Well, I, I would hope that if anything, it would go in the other direction because hopefully now we're playing more. Like I haven't played since Phoenix, and you know played okay out there, but and I don't expect playing less. So. Golf's funny like that. Yeah, it is. 
It All is. Right. Well, you've been asking anyway, a lot of questions, Deppy. What, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Um, yeah, so I'm Matt Deppy, um, and my drink of the night it didn't crack like Ed's did, but I'm drinking a liter and a quarter of Coca-Cola soda stuffed in the back of my fridge. A liter and a quarter. 1.24? Uh, 1. 1. 1.25? So I don't know why. Because like, I, I had quarter <laughs> in my brain. So I don't know. Uh, I had the like, four. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 1.25 liters of cola. It's in a um, It's in a bottle, so I had to transfer it to an ice glass with ice. Oh, that's so. clutch. I, cause that's what I'm drinking. Many, how, plastic bottles how many co- How many liters of Coke do you think you drink a year, Deppy? Liters of Coke? Um, this year I'm probably on pace for like six liters or something like that. I don't, I'm drinking a whole of regular Coke. Yeah. I drink tons of diet Coke. I probably on the track for like 30 of regular Coke, but anyway, so question for you guys, do you like your soda in bottles or cans or like maybe even fountain drinks? What's the ideal way to consume soda? Fountain is a is an interesting twist. Um, I'll, I'll I'll throw a few out there uh, just to kind of get her started. I think first of all, I think McDonald's, Coca Cola, and Taco Bell's Mountain Dew are two of the premier sodas in the in the world. I the, the syrup or whatever they're doing there, and I, I heard I heard rumor that they like transported them cold too. Like that was part of the the deal that helped it and stuff. Premier drinks right there. I, other, I completely agree. Other than that, most of the time it's cans. Most of the time it's cans. I would say the only can exception for me for, for pop is a glass bottle Coke. Mm. Outside of that, I think an ice cold can, really cold can is like the best um, yeah. vehicle for delivery. Does I agree that with the glass up? bottle thing for sure. Does that? Yeah, my mom always gets uh, glass bottles on Christmas. That's our Christmas treat. I always do that um, too. That's so cute. Does that carry on to other liquids? Like if you're drinking beer, does it usually in cans or do you oh, like see, bottles of beer see, better? beer I think is I more... like my beer poured. Like poured. Oh, poured. Okay. I like my beer poured. I said bored. I was like, what was it bored of? <laughs> I think it depends on the beer for me a lot of the times. I See, like Coors Light to me out of the can just feels right. Um, same with like a lot of those light beers to me, like out of a can just kind of feel right. And when it comes to like Corona, I got to have it in the bottle. I tried them in Corona the Corona in a bottle with a lime in it. Like, I don't know what great. it is, but yeah. I love a Corona in a bottle with a lime. But you put it in one of those. They were all so braggadocious about them, like, coming out with cans a couple summers ago. And I was like, this is garbage. Stop doing this. I tried it because I wanted to get on board. It was not good. Not okay. And yeah, then other than that, right. I'm also a poured guy. Like, I just, especially when you're just sitting around, like, a, you know, sitting around the table, out on the deck, something like that. Just a nice pour. But more so when it's, like, a heavier beer. Otherwise, I'm good with a can. What about, how do you feel about those um, aluminum bottles? Like the tall like things the, you get at like baseball like games 16, and stuff? Good for golf. Great for golf. Uh, Coors, yeah, Coors Light has like the nine pack of the 16 ounce bullets. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of those. It's still aluminum, so I'm fine. And I like the wide like opening. You just pour it down the gullet. Uh, get it going. Quicker. I don't like the shape of the opening though. For some reason, like the around the opening it feels like sharp and i'm always worried about like cutting my lip on it whereas cans you're never worried about cutting you know what i usually just like pour it all in from there like i don't even really like (laughs) interact with that (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I get so that. I, actually, I usually kind of have the lip lower, like towards the, like instead of the, at the on the rim, I put a little lower and just kind of, it's it's a pour, more of a pouring motion, but there's still contact. But Do you guys do anything with your cans to signify that it's your can? Like if you guys, if there's a group of three guys and you guys are all drinking Bud Light and you want to know yeah, just, that's my can of Bud Light, just have, do it do in my, have it in my hand and keep drinking it. Same. Or, do you do, or, I do. Koozies. I'm a big koozie guy, so I'll throw a koozie on there if I get a chance. I do this I, thing where I only crack it like a quarter of the way. I don't crack it all the way down, so that way I look at mine and know that it's only partially cracked. It's my beer. You like to limit the consumption rate of yourself? No. Yeah. I, I just something I've always done. <laughs> Doesn't that like limit the pour yeah. rate? I guess it, it slows it down. Yeah, it's fair. So, you, anyway, that's, how many uh, people need to be like in a gathering for you to make that distinction, or do you do it every beer you open? Two. I just do it for every uh, every beer that I crack. Okay. Wow. I never knew that. About. I've drank a lot so, of beers with you, and I've never noticed that. Yeah. And I feel like so, we've we've like had like moments like last time we were at your house where we like mixed Michelob Ultra cans up or like got close to them. I didn't I didn't know that was your your indicator. So what's funny, it's in my indicator, but I don't always, like, check either. <laughs> I was going to say, how, I don't many, really care. How, many you know beers, I mean? <laughs> how many beers in until you stop checking for the indicator? <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I don't really have care. You, I'll drink your beer. Have you guys seen people do the consumption vortex where they take the bottle and do, like, they spin it around? I have, yeah. And then it creates Dana, a tornado. Beers, and it just, right? <laughs> yeah, lots of people on, like, Twitter and stuff yeah. do but the what, tornado beer. What is it? Why? So if you get if it you're, like as you're spinning, drinking, it yeah. pours faster. We I used to do it like when I used to direct youth groups and stuff like that. We'd be pouring things like into things. Not <laughs> alcohol. It wasn't. It was not alcohol. It was just liquid related. <laughs> but we'd have to like pour something out of a jug, like a two like a two liter bottle of, of mm. pop, right? And we were trying to pour pop, them yeah. and stuff like that. And it would you know glugs, you know glug glug glug. Unless you get that vortex going, and then it just pours out so fast. So Pour-y I haven't done it with beer, but. Shotguns the also air it's, at the other end. Yeah, it's been but. it's been proven to work as well. So that's what I'm drinking today. Uh, one more fun fact about me: I got the vac from my first vaccine shot today. Woo-hoo! So check social media; you'll see me post my card a bunch of different places when I get my second <laughs> dose. Gross! Please don't do that. Any? Uh, how do how do you feel? Any soreness? Any pain for you? Not uh, none. No, I, I've been working out. Maybe the um, second one. Not to. Not to not to brag, but I've been working out a little bit. Uh, so my arms are just sore for the last six weeks. Grown. So I can't really tell any difference. And you got Pfizer, right? I got Pfizer. I hope the Dad, second dose gotten... knocks you the heck out. <laughs> after, oh, saying all, yeah. after saying all that crap, get out of here. I hope you're uh, in bed for three days. <laughs> I, mean, I got the... Go ahead. Go ahead. I got the second dose of Pfizer last Thursday. Oh, nice. And I, I was told... So what, what everybody told me was that, okay... 12 hours after you get the shot, you'll feel the symptoms. And then 12 hours after that, you'll be fine. So I got the shot at 4 p.m. on Thursday. And then I woke up at 4 a.m. on Friday. Felt like a million bucks. Felt great. Got out of bed, took a shower, went to work. I'm sitting in a Zoom meeting at 8 o'clock, and it just hits me like a ton of bricks. Like fever, chills, whole nine yards. So I went home, uh, and I was like – it was bad. I, like, I mean, I'm a big baby when I get sick, but it hurt. Like, I was intense fever and chills for a full 24 hours from that point. So, like, 9.30 a.m. Uh, Friday to, like, 10 a.m. Saturday, I was down for the count after shot two. So, good luck. 
I, I think usually after shot one, I'll be sore like tomorrow, they said. Like my arm will be sore. Is that what you had the next day, you're sore? Yeah, very little. Like almost nothing after shot one. And then uh, I'm actually getting shot two on Cinco de Mayo, so my Cinco de Mayo is ruined. Well, you're going to be hung over the day after Cinco de Mayo anyways, I anticipate. So you might as well just get the shot, go hard, go hard and then just have a miserable, miserable May 6th. The worst yeah, hangover own, of all time. Yeah, prepare for it. Like, and try to yeah. enjoy that miserable May 6th. Just like yeah, watch like, TV all day. It's like day. a last meal. Just go go hard yeah. in the paint. So, anyway, that's that's what's going on with me. That's uh, around the Zoom. Does your uh, does your liter of cola or liter and a quarter of cola uh, fit into your calorie count for the day? One point two four. My one point two four liters. Yeah, um, that's what some people say. I actually, I haven't checked. Uh, it's about Uh-oh. four. About 500 calories that total. So, right. <laughs> if I got 500 calories for that, 300 calories for breakfast, 800, yeah. another 600, 1400. Yeah, I'm plenty fine. Oh, I'm okay. still, good. I still have like 300 calories. Nice. Good work. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, let's go tea to green here a sec. We, uh, we're a few days after the remove from the Masters tournament. Uh, everyone's favorite week who cares about golf, uh, except for Ryder Cup week when the year comes around. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, big win, big win for him, Japan, all the good stuff. What are you guys, uh, quick reactions to Hideki, to the Masters? What do you guys got? I'm happy for Hideki, um, I guess. I don't know. Not re- <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a boring Sunday for me. Mm-hmm. I really wanted... Really wanted more drama. I thought it would have been fantastic if Jordan Spieth would uh, would have made a couple less bogeys. Would have been right there in the mix. Uh, I mean, just take away. I think he ended minus seven. There's T three. Yeah. Winner was yeah. T three. My winner was he ended up winning by just one stroke. After yeah. So Zalatoris was nine. Hideki was ten. And then there was a group at seven. Yeah. I mean, Xander Ugh. screwed up with that uh, triple triple bogey and uh, Zalatoris. He. Had, I mean, he played great. I don't think he made too many mistakes. He just didn't capitalize. Yeah. A um, couple opportunities there. So, I mean, it was fine. I think there was. It was so close to being like a high, te- like a high um, tension, yeah. exciting weekend. If not for Hideki, so I mean, congrats, happy for him, I guess. But <laughs> it was boring. It was boring. I have, did. You guys see? I don't know. This take was on Twitter too. I think I get all my takes from Twitter. Um, they said he might. Um, light the Olympic flame now uh, because he won the Masters. I heard that that will probably happen. I also heard that the green jacket may or may not make an appearance at the ceremony or somewhere in the Olympics as well, which hell yeah, go for it. Like (laughs) get it, get it. It's really cool. I I would Um, bummer for Dustin, by the way, I never thought like he already had to give his green jacket back. He's had it for like a few months. He's got to give it back already. It's a bummer. Yes. I, I guess the only exception for a green jacket leaving Augusta is if you win the Masters and you have. I didn't know you had to give it back. I thought you get to hang it up in your closet for forever. No, it's good. Yeah. You, you have to give, after, you have to give it back. or until the next Masters, yeah. you have it. So, Do you, can you go and try it on? At is it like waiting for you with your name on it? Yeah, you can wear it while you're there. You just can't take it off of yeah. the. Uh, That's why you see everyone wearing them at like the Champions dinners and stuff like that. Like you can you throw it back on, but you can't leave the grounds with it. Okay, here's another question for you guys. Um, do you only get a green jacket if you win the Masters? Do you have to win the Masters to get a green jacket? You, or, or if you're, you're a member, member at, at Augusta. Yeah. No, that's my question. If you're a member at the club, do you get an automatic green jacket? It's like Condoleezza yeah. Rice and other people who don't really golf have a green jacket. I'm almost 99% sure that's the case. Yeah, and I think it's the same almost rules. Right? I don't think you're allowed to take it off, off grounds. Yeah. 
Okay. So. What, what's your take, Grimes? On the tournament as a whole? Yeah. Yeah, uh, echo a lot of the same stuff. It was boring for all but maybe 15 minutes. Uh, when Hideki hit that shot over the 15th green, it got interesting until Xander hit his shot on 16. Like, that was the span we had interest because... 12 minutes. Hideki was yeah. up four, and then he bogeyed and Xander birdied, and all of a sudden we had a two-shot tournament. Going into 16, which was playing... I mean, a good shot's a birdie on that hole. Like, you'd seen a lot of birdies early in the day. And Hideki ended up bogeying that hole. So if Xander just pars that, we've got a one-shot tournament going into 17 and 18. And it just didn't happen. I mean, Xander... Would have been a playoff. I think Xander got to minus 10, right, briefly? Xander was at 10, walking down to 16. And then he tripled to go yeah. back to 7. So, yeah. And that was his first triple in a major ever. ever. Crazy. So. What a time for it. Yeah, so I mean, slowly Hideki yeah, leaked his lead away a little bit in the closing, but he also played pretty smart. Like, he didn't go for a lot of hero shots and took bogey, took his medicine when he had to. But yeah, I was I was disappointed in Xander on Sunday. I was disappointed in uh, JT on Saturday. He had a kind of a three-hole stretch where he was like 5-6 over par, had just a horrific, and he was charging, and then he collapsed. Um, Will Zalatoris, so Will Zalatoris, to me, there's... As much as I really did appreciate his performance, and I think he's going to win a lot of golf tournaments. Also, shout out to myself for calling his name out like early in this podcast, like right after the Tory Pines uh, tournament. Shout out Josh. Shout or out Pebble. Josh. I think Tory. Yeah, shout out me. Um, and I, I think he's going to be great. But he made me think of so he's twenty four, which is is very young. But it also made me think. It made me appreciate Jordan Spieth and Tiger Woods even more for what they did at a much younger age. When, when Spieth was 24, he had, I think, three legs of the Grand Slam locked up. He had his Masters. Uh, he had a couple runners up. And th- he basically had his entire, the record that he has now minus the win yeah. last week right. was by 24. Yeah. So that's what he had by 24. And by 24, Tiger Woods was playing the greatest golf season we've ever seen in 2000, where he mm. won three majors, nine tournaments, and was just setting scoring records, one by 15 at Pebble, eight at St. Andrews, was set... So, as uh, Will Zalatoris is fantastic, and there's a lot of 23 to 26-year-olds that are lighting the, the world on fire right now, but, like, think about how great... He got... They treated him like he was an eight... Spieth yeah. and Tiger were at that age. In comparison, they were blowing these dudes away. They're crazy. Accomplishment-wise. For, for me, it's like he got the treatment. Like, they treated him like he was, like, an 18-year-old mm-hmm. amateur. Maybe because it's the way that he looks, but they didn't, like, he... He's 24. Yeah, he does I mean, look not 17. 18, you know, that might help, but yeah, he's 24, which is young, but not. He's not 19, coming out of high school. Debbie didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? I, I'm glad you brought up the speed comparison, Josh. I wasn't on last week to talk about speed win. Congrats to him. Shout out. Um, but what about speed on Sunday? I mean, he performed just a lot, a, a lot like Ed does at the KJ. Oh, right? just disappears. <laughs> That's felt that felt unnecessary. But. What I mean, I, I was looking for him to make a run, and then like four holes in, he was just done. He did. He just did it too late because he started with like four bogeys on the front. Yeah, he just he, had a, he, had, he just couldn't yeah. get it going. I do think it it does make me think a little bit again. I, I've drawn this comparison a couple different times with Spieth's comeback to Tiger's and how Tiger was in contention a few tournaments and then we kind of collapse on the last hole or two, and then he finally it felt like he built up stamina. To, and then he won the tour championship. He did the similar thing in majors where, you know, he was in content. He had the lead for a minute at the British open. And then he had that huge Sunday charge at the PGA, but Brooks held him off, things like that. And then he won the, I feel like there's probably a little bit to be said for a major championship 
rebuilding of stamina for him too. Um, I'd be watching him pretty closely. He's got a chance to win the career grand slam next month at in South Carolina. I think it is Kawhi. However, I don't know how you actually say it. It looks like Kiowa. It's K I A Kiowa Island. Yeah. Whatever that is. So he's got a chance to get that's where, uh, that's where Rory won his PGA in 2014. So, Can you come back in with a pronunciation check next week, Josh? Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you guys All right, know. Thank you. <laughs> also, <laughs> kind of, cra- I mean, we got to talk about uh, DJ missed the cut, Rory missed the cut, uh, Brooks Kepka missed the cut. Injured Brooks. Yeah. This weekend was missing a lot of big, big names. names. I was impressed also with how well Phil played. Um, I mean, to be 50 years old and coming, I think he came in at even par, but like he was, he looked like he tried until like the 72nd hole. Like he was into it. It just makes me appreciate the longevity of his career too. 29th Masters. Jeez. Jose Maria Olothabel was in there too at like 55. Yep, made the cut. cut. So two-time winner and a three-time winner, kind of. Ryder Cup captain. Yep. Speaking of some old-timers, did you guys see the ceremonial tee-off? Oh, did I ever. The one that we got wrong? (laughs) Yeah, For okay, sorry to anyone who uh, listened to our awful uh, analysis last week when we said, oh, they should put Tom Watson in there because that's what they've been talking about. (laughs) Lee Elder, thank you for uh, for actually being that guy and uh, first black guy to be a member at Augusta or play Augusta and stuff like that. So he much, uh, very much deserves it. And he did not deserve to have an advertisement uh, behind him from Wayne Clayer. Yes. Jeez. That's tough. That's a tough that's look. Tough. I mean, Augusta doesn't do any brands. They don't serve like Coke. They don't like give out potato chips of a certain brand, right? right. Everything is brandless. So for this guy to just on the first tee, the ceremonial tee. Well, and uh, tee off, like the awareness of the whole, the race thing that they like Augusta does not have the best history when it comes to race stuff. So to have this Lee Elder his moment at Augusta and to put that in there. I thought take it from I, saw, him, yeah. I saw a good take on Twitter where the tournament ended or started and ended with two completely polar ends of the spectrum moments where you had the total disrespect of the like the golf balls and the advertisement and then you ended with Hideki's caddy bowing to the course which in that culture is just an incredible sign of respect. I I mean come on. I what that move in the beginning with the balls was such a D-bag move. But yeah, you kind of got that. You kind of got that good turnaround at the end with like that bow. I I was touched by that. Speaking of d bag moves, did you guys see Billy Horschel <laughs> go full blown psycho on his golf bag? Yeah. So what? after he's after he's in the water for the second day in a row with his shoes off, and then yeah, he comes back. Oh my gosh! Just leaping <laughs> just like, that. Starts like taking his putter and like repeatedly like slamming it into his bag like a psycho. It was, I the mean, not guy. really funny, to be honest. Yeah, that guy's crazy. Is is that the guy that putted with his um, fairway wood? No, wing? that was Siwoo Kim. Also, uh, it, yeah, that was a bad look, but he didn't. it didn't even look like he slammed it that hard. Yeah, hit it that he hard. He two-putted uh, from um, from there, so that was impressive. But, you know, Billy's a, Billy's a psycho. He Even when he's laughing, he looks like he's thinking about where to hide your body. Like, I agree. What? I actually, that might be my disown of the week. I'm I'm done with uh, Billy, Horschel. Billy Horschel. I don't want him on our show ever. <laughs> He's not welcome here. <laughs> yeah, he'd break our equipment or something. My gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. So, okay, the question on the Sun Woo Kim. Si-woo is Kim. that who? Si Woo Kim? Si Woo yep. Kim. Um, did he only putt 18 like that or did he play 16, the whole 17, like, and 18. Three holes. And yeah. how many putts did he have in those holes? Six. I believe two, I like just said he two putted out, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant just no, I, that hole. Easy misunderstanding, yeah. Yeah, he two putted each uh each and a couple of them I think were pretty long first putts. So 
Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. I, I heard a comment that on one of them, he was standing farther away from the ball than the putt was because of the three wood, which is pretty long. So he's like super far away trying to, yeah, pretty funny to watch. But Rory hitting his dad off the, uh, yeah, what a moment. The sidelines <laughs> is pretty funny. Yeah, that's a pretty funny moment. Did you see that, Debbie? No. Rory McIlroy hit his own dad with, uh, I don't, it wasn't off the tee, right? No, was, he was in the left rough and he was trying to hit, like hook it. Or draw it back onto the green and it didn't draw and it drilled his dad in the leg. I think. Oh wait, I did, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, here's a question. Sorry, I'm I'm intrigued by the fairway wood thing. <laughs> um, do, are you allowed to use like a hot like do it like a hockey stick? Can you put your right arm like farther down the like the club, or are your hands required to be together? I don't think no, there's a requirement. You could technically as long as you're not anchoring it to your body yeah. you could do whatever you want i'm pretty sure i think i do like hockey stick style if i had to do it rather than like so you're happy gilmore in it i think so yeah did you see speaking of zalatoris and happy gilmore did you see he engraved his i think it was a 62 or yeah. 60 yeah. Yeah. with mr gilmore on your caddy <laughs> i love that he embraced that and sandler was tweeting at him over the weekend so like, like he just he steered into this he skin. got so many funny different comparisons yeah. between owen, owen wilson, wilson and a young Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, the dude. Um, what's his name called him? A one iron without a grip. That's what he said. He, what he looked like. <laughs> That's so good. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Um, oh, it was Butch Harmon called him that. Oh, that, I could see Butch <laughs> saying that. Um, okay, so uh, golf-related question, but not necessarily Masters-related. We've got a couple guys, uh, one went away from a career Grand Slam. I mean, two really relevant ones in Spieth and Rory. Phil, technically two, but... I don't see him winning a U.S. Open at any point. Uh, so we've got those two. And then we've got guys like Brooks, who has U.S. Opens and PGAs. Dustin Johnson, who's got a Masters and a U.S. Open. My question, who's the first out of that four or someone else? Who's the next to win the career Grand Slam, if anybody? Jordan Spieth. You get Spieth? Jordan Spieth needs a PGA and Rory needs a um, Masters, right? Yeah, and those Rory is not looking like he's anywhere it. near what he yeah. needs to be to win a golf tournament right now. He's got a, he's got a clear as I think right now, the quickest path to that would be Spieth winning the PGA this year. So I would say that's seems most but like, likely. Okay. To so me. here's my, here's my counterpoint. Um, I don't disagree. I'd probably pick that too, but for, for argument's sake, say Dustin Johnson wins the PGA in May. Now he's only got the British to go. So does he all of a sudden, like, you know, like that's, that's kind of my, I'm trying to kind of counter it is two guys who are elite golfers. Brooks is obviously battling injuries. He's going to have to, but he plays well in majors when he's healthy. We've got two guys who are one win away from being one win away. I, if, if Dustin gets it done in May, he's, he's a British open away. And I don't know. I don't know. I think it, I think Dustin's an interesting argument. I think if it's not Jordan Spieth at the PGA, then the best case is uh, Dustin. But I think, Given the performance from last week, right now the hotter hand is Jordan. Yeah, I like I like Spieth's chances a lot. I actually like him a lot going into the PGA if he keeps. He's just because again, it's not a one off. That win wasn't a one off. He's been he's had a slew of top I tens mean, this year. So one of the stats I saw is that nobody ha- or very few people have ever won a Masters with a triple bogey on the card. Actually, it might have been nobody's won with a triple bogey. He had a triple and a double. Take away either of those. A takeaway the double, he's within one. Takeaway the triple, he's tied. 
And that's not even mentioning the four bogeys he right. had on Sunday. I said that about uh, Xander because he had a triple and a double in the final round. So, like, just in that round, he had each of those. He, um, and he, I mean, he lost by three. He was in the same spot as Speed, and he had a triple and a double in one round, like, in a different, I mean, different than Speed, but, like, still, like, he, he should have freaking won that tournament, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Just kind of an interesting thing. I kind of, I don't know why I have a feeling about Dustin kind of getting it done, but Speed, I don't know. Speed could get it done next month too. So I don't know. Deputy, do you have any thoughts? Great question. I love the question and the discussion here. Um, no, absolutely zero thoughts. Sounds good. Um, something I'd like to bring up though. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things I love to see, and I was getting a lot of golf content on my Twitter feed, the two beer buzz Twitter this week. If you don't follow them, go follow them on Twitter. Two beer buzz was okay. going crazy. Basically live tweeting the account. Josh, I got to say, Hats off to you. Were you? I, oh, I didn't even know I get, this. Happening. I get pretty into once I get once I get going, it's it's like a fire and it just spreads very quickly. Like once I once I once a tournament's <laughs> going because golf is one of the most perfect, probably the most perfect sport to, to tweet consistently because you have oh, gaps, sure. you have guys you don't really care about hitting shots. Like basketball's too constant. Football, the, I don't know. It, it golf is perfect to tweet about. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy throwing some opinions out there. I'm I'm not on Instagram right now, but were you also posting stuff to the Instagram story? I wasn't on Instagram very much, to be honest. Uh, okay, I, I, I filled my time with Twitter and kind of just hung out there for the most part. But yeah, got it. Anyway, go follow us on Instagram at Two Beer Buzz or Twitter at Two Beer Buzz. Josh tweeted like 400 times this weekend, <laughs> and I liked them all. I think so. Uh, go like there our would tweets, be please. there would be times where all of a sudden I would get a notification that Matt Deppie had liked. 17 of like my tweets <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah i mean there's you know there's- yeah actually i see it in right you you posted it losing by three with a double and a triple on the card is a real bummer yeah Agreed. which which Couldn't was uh which that. was settled both to uh to xander and speed really because <laughs> but yeah it's just that that's gotta that's gotta suck because you've got to be thinking about that one hole i mean that one hole just annihilated him but i also i thought it was a funny pairing this is another one of the tweets a funny pairing of kevin na and patrick reed on the last day which you have the guy who like got mad at Dustin Johnson for uh, picking up a six inch putt in match play, like, cause he wasn't following the rules. And then you have Patrick Reed, who's kind of a known rule bender. Um, so i tried to make some joke about like how many times is yeah. Kevin now going to put his hand on Patrick Reed's shoulder and tell him, sorry, bud. <laughs> if, if you just want a preview of what our show is going to be, go follow the Twitter account and we'll talk about exactly what Josh <laughs> tweeted about. <laughs> Five days later. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a great endorsement no, for this. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that's our hot golf talk. I don't really have any opinions or knowledge, to be honest. I haven't looked into the RBC coming up at all. It's in Hilton Head, South Carolina, so that's cool. There's a cannon that they shot off when they opened the tournament up, but that's that's all I got. Any, any, any hot takes on the RBC? I don't even know who's playing, to be honest. Nope. No. I, I like their trophy, and they also get a jacket if they win. It's the tartan coat right. that's pretty good-looking jacket. Yeah. So. No, I'm gonna. my pick is going to be Will Zalatoris. He's going to pull it out. I like it. Keep that momentum going. I got he, uh, Harry he, Higgs. I, speaking of Harry Higgs, uh, one of our fellow golf podcasters, uh, Foreplay from Barstool, uh, friends of ours, of course. You've never heard of him. Um, put out a great video with Harry Higgs. Uh it's about 25 minutes long and it's hilarious. The guy, 
he might be near the top of my list of PGA players that I would want to play around with. He looks like a freaking blast to play with. Um, they did one with Dustin too, and he much more relaxed and funny than I thought he would be. He's a little bit stone cold sometimes in interviews and on the course, but he yucked it up pretty good with them. So I'm, yeah. I'm actually going to expand my, my pick to three picks. Okay. The more picks we make, the more likely we're right. And we're, we're not, we can tweet. We're, we're right. So yep. uh, I got Harry Higgs. Yep. I got Tommy Fleetwood okay. and I'm going to take Billy Horschel for my third. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Billy bleeping Horschel. <laughs> so you're so, calling, so you're calling Tommy Fleetwood first career PGA tour win. I'd love to see it. Cause Harry, I don't think Harry Talented has one. Guy. Either, does he? Uh, no, he yeah. does. So you're calling two guys first career wins. That's, that's bold. Two stuff. guys and a psychopath are his three picks. <laughs> two, two, two great seeming guys. I mean, two awesome seeming guys and Billy freaking Horschel. Um, sorry, Billy, don't kill me in my sleep. Yeah, I loved, I love Tommy Fleetwood's hair. That's Fairly what I'm going Jesus. off of there. So that's my guy. All right. I will, um, uh, I don't, I literally don't have a pick cause I don't know who's playing, but I like those. That's fine. Tiger Woods. I'm picking Jack Tiger Nicholas, Woods. And I got, I got so deep into the weeds of some old masters videos. I won't bore you or our audience with them. Um, but I was noticing that the 98 Masters, the one after Tiger won, that iconic one, Jack finished like three strokes behind the lead in 98, which he was like 56. Like yeah, <laughs> I think one of the craziest parts about Jack Nicklaus's career that isn't often talked about is that, yes, he had 18 major championship victories, but do you know how many runner-ups he had? It was like twice as many, right? No, well, 19. Oh, okay. 19 yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Like, yeah, doubles. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Crazy. That's that's pretty insane. Wow. Or you could say he wasn't clutch. He only won fifty percent of the ones he had a chance to, and Tiger won a hundred percent of the well, almost freaking PGA back in the day with that twenty eighteen. Can't remember that guy who came back and beat him, but screw him. Um. Yeah, you know, Jack. Jack's Jack's pretty good at golf. I hear so. Well, you guys. Yeah, got Jordan Spieth or- and uh, Jack Nicholas, very similar. Both not clutch. Oh, anyway. I, I thought you were gonna throw Ed in there too. I thought that was gonna be another shot. That's implied. Uh, that's implied. It's oh. okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have. Anyways, Josh. that's. I'm, I'm, I think I'm that's done. all the golf talk I got, um, and all the regular talk that I got. So unless you guys have something else to keep it going, I'm about out. I did. You guys can uh, see this uh, frame our Justin Adams uh, two of your buzz. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm keeping this forever uh, it'll go in our studios one day when we're rich and famous but um, yeah we gotta get him back on soon because he's got some new music coming and we gotta I'm sure he'll want to come on and bump yeah. it uh, And I think this is episode 15 so let's try to get him on in the next 5 yeah yeah I'd love 20 yeah, yeah. 20 let's do so, it if you're listening Justin we uh, need you in about 5 weeks when, well, when, we gotta... when you're listening Justin whenever you're listening to this maybe it's not you know the day it comes out but a day or you know a week or two after you know we have to immediately following the new music we got to have him on and just talk oh, through yeah. the words go over the lyrics oh yeah i want to dissect we'll it i want to hear the stories behind it we got to get into it can't wait to hear joe bought a beer on there it's going to be yeah, great I, uh, yeah. Be pretty electric. it sounded like he was writing that so um, you know i would be disappointed if he didn't all right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in. Sorry, it got a little golfy and mastersy there, but hey, you, you know what to expect with us by now. I hope so. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a great buzz whenever and however you catch it. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers, Gary.
Just like that summer sun shining on my skin Just like that front row kick drum kicking It's a fourth quarter hand